What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I appreciate you coming back and listening after we've been on a hiatus for a few months. First off, I want to thank military personnel, firefighters, police officers, first responders, you guys put your lives on the line, and we love you and thank you. In this episode, we are talking about obstacles, and I'm excited. So, let's talk about it. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been a minute since we've been on here, but uh, Chaz, how you been, man? Bro, it is so nice to like be back and do this. I'm super excited because number one, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I'm excited to hear like your perspective on the books that you've been reading because I've been reading books, you're reading books, the ones that like you've read. Like, I'm super excited to hear the topics that you're going to talk about and be able to reflect on those because. I mean, bro, we can all do so much learning and there's only so many books we can read. I can only read so fast and listen to so many audio books. So I'm excited to talk about whatever we're going to talk about. But as far as me personally, everything's been good, man. You'd be proud of me, bro. I've been getting off road. Hell yeah. I know. I saw your new Jeep. It's nice. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Got it dirty for the first time. We set up in, uh, we tank camp last weekend. I saw that. It rained like <laughs> oh bro it rained hard we had water everywhere like, it rained for like 10 hours hard it's no fun when you're camping but it's fun for the jeep you know oh yeah 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 it was nice dude it was nice how about you though been pretty good this uh this is my third year of medical school um start of july we've been in the hospitals and rotating around so i did a first rotation one month of psych an inpatient psych ward which was a uh, pretty crazy Yep. You know, you, you learn a certain way of medicine and then you go into a psych ward and these people are like manic and schizophrenic and, you know, they charge you and stuff and you're just like, whoa, like stay on your ground. It's kind of, kind of, kind of crazy, but it was cool. Good medicine, good, good practice of medicine. And I really liked the person I was working with. And like, I've heard a lot of experiences of people like, you know, you may think you like this field of medicine, but you're actually liking the people you work with. And yep. that can be said for anything. Hmm. Um, then I went into an internal medicine rotation, which is basically like hospital wards, like people who are like kind of in the hospital for a few days, few weeks, you're kind of like managing them. Me personally, inpatient medicine is not where I want to be. Inpatient hospital medicine. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are really sick and they don't want to be there, you know, and I know doc- that some doctors need to do that, but I want patients that want to be there and want to be there, see me. And that's why dermatologist, dermatology interests me. And right now I'm on heme oncology, which is basically like blood cancers and like blood transfusions, and like stem, stem uh, blood, bone marrow transplants. Again, you see some really sick people, they're going through chemo and stuff, but I like, I like the person I'm working with super kind to those patients, like gives them hope with motivation. And I like the pharmacology aspect of it, um, managing the medications and stuff, but there's no procedure. So I don't get to work with my hands. So I just know that's not for me either. Yeah. Just keep coming back to dermatology. Yeah. I'm just really happy you broke all that down because I would have known nothing that you're talking about just now. So thank you for being very descriptive. Yeah. It's, it's hard because, you know, if you're not in the field, you know, I don't know, like, I, I lift weights, but I'm not an Olympic lifter. I don't, I don't do powerlifting right, or yeah. Olympic lifting like you. So I wouldn't know. Like yeah. I see all these things, certain things. I'm like, sure. just because I've seen it on Instagram, it's the only reason I know yeah. what it says, you know, yeah. but it's the same thing. And yeah. that's, we've kind of talked about that before in other episodes. It's, you can be an expertise in your field. You don't need to have a PhD or be a DO or an MD or any of this. Yeah. You have experience and that's important. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm like I said, man, I'm just thankful you broke it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. So in this episode, it's going to be kind of like a series. We are going to break down a, a three-part trilogy book series um, by Ryan Holiday. And in this one, we're going to cover the book called The Obstacle. The Obstacle is the Way. And this book resonated with me the most just because 
we've always talked about it, Charles and I, we, we like to do hard things. And by doing hard things, you learn who you are, you learn how your where your limits are and push that threshold to get better. So I was really, really excited to talk about this. And one of the main topics he talks about, it's broken up into three parts of the book. But one of the big things that I liked a lot was alter perspective. And we kind of talked about this when Chelsea was on the show. Um, but he basically says, and a point of it, he says, is like, take what you're afraid of and break it apart. You know, you can't change the obstacle, but you can change your perspective. How are we going to approach this? How are we going to think about this? How are we going to contextualize overcoming that? And that determines how you will beat that obstacle. And I was curious on your, your, your thought process or any experiences you've had with that and like altering your status, your mental status, your mental thought process to overcome something. Well, first, I want to say this and see if you can relate uh, in my younger days or inexperienced days and something that I'm continuing to work on right now. Um, I just go in, dude. And that's always been my problem. I don't even dissect it. I'm always like, bro, you got this no matter what, whatever challenge is on your plate, just go. There's no plan. I just go. So it's almost, you know, setting myself up for failure right out of the gate because I, I trust in my abilities to, to do things and get them done that I don't spend the time to break them down. I don't create a plan. I don't create this. And then I run into that big obstacle. And then it's like, ah, you know, and I don't want to get too far off topic, but then self-sabotage happens. And then, you yeah. know, like, can you do this? Are you capable of doing this? But really, I went in with no game plan and setting up in the first place. And then it led me to here, you know, and then now you got to backtrack and then you got to develop a plan. Right. You got to do it. So you can like expedite that process if you just fucking do it right away, you know? And I think, again, I've had that same process when I was younger. And I like to talk to talk about Andy Fischel talking about um, Clydesdales. You know, sure. I like to consider me and you workforces. We're going to work and we're going to put in the work. And you get to that point and you get there. And I, I don't want to go off topic as well, but you talked about self-sabotage, which will be our next episode in this series. But yeah. that's your ego playing a role. Yeah. You know, like you start to say, I'm not, I'm not good enough or am I good enough? Like, and that's, that's something that we want to talk about in the next episode. But again, having that, now that I'm older and I guess a little bit more mature in that sense, you can kind of say, what's my avenue or how can I change my perspective? Where's the goal I want to get to? And what are the solutions to this problem? And I, I my wife kind of like, well, get frustrated at certain things and she's probably going to get mad about this or whatever, but so I get frustrated and, and, and like pissed off and I'm like, okay, well there's for every problem, there's a solution. Yeah. So how can we reframe the way we're thinking to get to that, that goal and, and solve the problem? Yeah. So it's, it's important. And yeah, again, I think you learn that as you age, but again, that's why we're reading these books and listening to other people's failures and experiences so that you don't have to go through that shit. For sure. Um, one of the things that I have been trying to implement right now, and I don't know if it's to attack a specific goal, but it's more so an efficient goal. Therefore, I can, you know, uh, make sure I'm organized and, and make sure I'm, I'm staying on the right track. But, you know, right away, every single day, I have a running to do list of things that I, I, I need to do. So right away in the morning, I just simply grab the top three or four things that like absolutely need to get done today and I make those a priority of mine and then I go through and I check those things off the box just get them done you know so um, I, I literally have things that are time sensitive um, you know because because the work is never done you know like you, you're always doing something to better yourself or better other people you know right so uh, one thing that I can say that I do just on a constant basis to make sure I break down and dissect and what's most important for me is to have a running to-do list, number one, it gets everything out of my mind so I'm not stressing out and 
having anxiety and like, oh, did I forget this or I do this? I write it down right away. And then secondly, <clears throat> put my Google calendar because I know I'm not going to remember. <laughs> you know? <laughs> True. Um, and um, the next thing is um, just simply prioritizing my day. What's most important? What can I get done? And then just being okay with like getting that done for today. Very true. I think um, to put it in my perspective for medicine. So next year I'm applying for the match and that's how you apply to the residency programs and the specialty. And there's mm-hmm. certain things you need to have. And again, you're planning kind of um, now that I'm almost a year out. I'm like, what can I do in this next year to get what I need on that application? You know, research, volunteer, uh, letters of recs. It's like, now I'm starting to, okay, I have this amount of time frame. Let's get this research done. Don't worry about any more after that. Let's get this letter of rec. I'm going to interact with these people. I'm going to get this done. I'm cranking out certain schedules so I can get specific letter of recs. And volunteering, how can I throw it onto my schedule with my family and my two kids and my wife? So again, it's, again, you're having that list and that plan to do it instead of just charging in full speed and trying to run through a brick wall, which was like, from what it sounds like, both of our perspectives when we were younger. <laughs> it's just go, man. Just fucking, yeah. I, don't need a, I don't need a plan. Just go. And you realize, like, hey, bro, you can you half the amount of energy if you just have somewhat of a plan moving forward. And it's funny because people may have told us that before. And I don't know, maybe someone told you that. And it's just we're like, oh, we're going to work our ass off and that's it. But again, if you're just, I think, I don't know who said this, but if you're just kind of like, doing the work and just kind of being there, then you might run in circles. You know, have a purpose for your work. For sure. For sure. And uh, something just real quick too. You see, see, I'm starting to learn that more and more, man. Your parents or older people tell you like, do this. And then you hear, but you just don't comprehend it. When you comprehend it, you just don't apply it. And it takes you like forever to apply it. Then you're like, damn, wish I would have done this a lot earlier. So true. So true. (laughs) So it's like, no, I'm just trying to, trying to do that, you know, yeah. be more of that. To shift back to the perspective um, of altering your perspective, he also put, talks about it's easy to put I in front of things. And we've kind of talked, again, touched on this with Chelsea when she was on the, the show. But, you know, you could be like, I'm a failure. And we talked about I'm not a good reader. I'm not a good writer. But, you know, you could put that into perspective. I am a good writer or mm-hmm. I will be a good writer. But we kind of talked about the atomic habits. Instead yeah. of saying, I will be say, I am not a smoker, or I am a hard worker, I am a writer, and yeah. everything will fall into place because you're altering that perspective. So I wanted to bring that up and reiterate that, again, because you put, if you put things out right in the world, they're going to come back to you. If you put the negativity out in the world, that's going to be negative. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I mean, your identity simply comes down to your perspective of yourself. So like, if you were saying those like little things, I, I can't do this, or I can't do that, or I'm not this. And like, I think, I think it's almost alarming to, um, I don't know, a drill that you can do, maybe even write it down every time you get this thought, but it's alarming the amount of things that you, you say that you can't do, or you, you think, or maybe, or all these like, like insecure, like verbiages, mm-hmm. never like pure, it's never like, okay, this is what I can do. So shifting your perspective, like you said, with Atomic Habits, we actually just reread that book. Fucking love it. You get something out of it every time. Mm-hmm. You know? And it just reminds you, and even the power of one more in the first chapter is talking about identity. So, um, or perspective, however you want to, you know, categorize it. That's something that I've been working a lot on lately, to be honest with you. Because like from the outside looking in, you know, everybody always seems like they have their shit together. I mean, bro, you work your ass off when it comes to like your schooling i know how much work you put into it appreciate that these thoughts you know here and there you know like you we're human we're human we're human so it's just like but like when you have them 
it's almost like uh it's hilarious it's like the, the boogeyman right he's not real <laughs> yeah no question like i think maybe i don't know and you just kind of find yourself like it's not even true and you reset your your mind mindset yeah right yeah um but you're so right with that and that, that's something that i wouldn't say i struggle with on a daily basis i just try to make myself more aware of on a daily basis because we actually do it a lot more than we actually think or we know um and um this happens to a lot of people man but they just they don't know how to get out of that little funk yeah so i want a quick touch on that the to bring it into perspective for me like you said that i do all the stuff for medicine my family all stuff like i said next year i'm applying to the match and dermatology is one of the top five six seven specialties to match into it's very very hard to and the, now that it's a year out i'm just like am i doing enough am i qualified enough because there's such good candidates applying for the specialty that it's easy to creep into your head and then you kind of have to like alter your perspective i'm doing all the steps now i'm yeah. meeting the right people i'm networking again change that perspective to jump on to also the the i can't thing it's easy to say that and that's something i want to teach my kids as well because my mom put this in my head when I was younger, we don't say can't in this house, you know, there, there, you struggle, you struggle a lot, you can struggle with things, but don't say you can't because there's always a way and you will get there. And that's something I want to put in my daughter's heads uh, at a very young age, because I remember my mom saying that from the youngest age, like remember, don't say you can't, we don't say that in this house. And it's, it's easy to just throw out there, you yeah. know, so yeah. I, I want to I want people to know that perspective as well. Wow, dude, even with you just saying that now, like, I can't do this or I can't do that versus like, Hey man, I'm just struggling to do this. Or even if you're working with someone else, like whether it's like, you know, yourself or leadership position to also instill that within them, you know, maybe mm -hmm. you're struggling with this right now, it's not that you can't do it. So you're struggling. So when you present it as you're struggling, now there's a solution. Now there's a way yep. you can figure it out versus yep. like, I can't, there's like, there's no hope, bro. Right. We ain't doing this. I love that. <laughs> I have, a, I have a direct quote that I want to say that he put in the book just to get your, your thought process. He says, and I quote, where the head goes, the body follows. Perception precedes action. The right action follows the right perspective. So we kind of, what's your thoughts on that? It's again, kind of putting that eye, the right eye, attaching eye to the right verbiage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, man. That's all. That's a hard one, bro. Like hard one as in terms of like, it's so complex because mm -hmm. like it is, it is true. And I, I mean, you can, pre you can translate it into so many different things, but like uh, at the end of the day, like your thoughts ultimately, uh, what is it? Um, your reality. I'm missing a word. Like your thoughts. Direct your reality or like point you in uh, yeah. just, I can't even think of the word either. Yeah, I think Basically, we all know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, your thoughts are going to define what your reality is going to be. Reality actually is, and it is so crazy, man. How like um, you know, a lot of people do gratitude journals. A lot of people do visualization. There's so many things that you can do, and that's that's the the route that I'm taking. It could be translated so many different ways. Mm -hmm. But like, it's so crazy, dude. Because like, there have been things that like I like I made a, a vision board, and there are so many little things that I've been so hyper focused on like achieving and Sal, you know, our president has always said, like, you get to see like the amount of work you need to put in to make this achievable. Number one, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of confidence within yourself to even put that on the board and for other people to fucking see it. Right. Sorry. Cussing is not allowed. No, you're um, okay. <laughs> okay. We have explicit. Remember? <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember. <laughs> but so that other people can actually see it. 
But like another thing too, dude, like I didn't even think about this, right? I was just going to work, doing what I need to do, just trying to be my best version of myself. Within the last six months, I knocked off like four huge things in my life. And there were, there were, I started off with the right side of my vision board first. And I knocked all four of those things on the right side of my vision board off. But I wasn't coming in every day like, okay, um, um, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. That was, that was what I needed to do. But I understood that I also, I needed to focus on this in order for that to happen. So my mind was focused on this. Therefore, it actually came to reality. So like, it's so crazy, man. Like when you actually put these things down and you work towards it, like they come about, you know, most people lack success i feel because they have no sense of direction for themselves and they don't even know what they want to do therefore you don't know what you're doing bro i i love that you said that because it's going to segue into our next top, next topic and you didn't even know what we're talking about I, so, I I love that. That. <laughs> so again this is uh the next topic i want to talk about is pa- practice persistence uh-huh. you know you have these little these little um goals that you you call them little but they're important to you yeah. and you continuously just knock them away. And one of the things he said, great accomplishments don't occur overnight. And one of the examples he used was uh, Grant. You, 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 I can't say his name. Grant. Ulysses, uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. Sorry, it makes me sound uneducated. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but he basically talked about this, this war that he, one of the wars he was battles in the war that he was doing. And it took a couple of years, but he was just persistent and, and chipped away and chipped away and found different avenues. And he got to his goal, you know, and you said you started, fo- you said you started focusing on things over here and focusing over here, which all led to the overall goal of accomplishing these four, these four goals that you got. And, you know, he says that it's a slow pressure of repeated actions from different angles that leads to success. So I, I love that you brought that up and it just segued right into the topic. Yeah, bro. It's, uh, uh, Andy always talks about that and it's, it's, if I'm not mistaken, which I'm going to verify later uh, when I see him. Uh, that's that's a house that he owns right now is uh yeah s grants mm-hmm. that's the one that he actually lives in and he talks about that but he talks about man like um uh to to put in perspective like you know we, we share a game plan to to try and help people become successful right and most people think well if you share the game plan people are just going to go out and take it and then they're going to run from it you guys won't have any like business at all which is not the case because of the simple fact success is finding those four, five things that you need to do on a daily basis, that monotonous that you have to do. It's not perfection, it's consistency. Most people are not consistent enough in order to even see the things come about because they get to a point where they're like, ah, man, I've been doing this for three months. I don't see anything at all. And then all of a sudden, they just needed to go like that extra week. And then the breakthrough came. But then you always quit before, you know, it's just like, pick those things. Stay consistent. It's nothing fancy, bro. It's nothing crazy. Over and over and over and over again. That's what most people can't do. Bro, you're reading my mind because that's like my next talking point. We're still (laughs) under the topic of persistence. But, you know, one of the big things he says is once you once you start an obstacle, Quitting is not an option. You can consider changing the path to get to that same, overcoming that same obstacle. Yep. Giving up is not okay. And that's like you said, someone can be trying to lose weight for the first three weeks, four weeks, month. They're not seeing any change, you yep. know, but if they went an extra week, two weeks, three weeks, 
their weight, you know, they might see physical changes in the mirror and that's when the things start to work and start yep. to be like, okay, now I just got to stay consistent. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, I think that's the big problem with people today. And we've kind of talked on this before of like social media and all that other stuff. People want instant gratification. Mm -hmm. They want that validation and verification like right away. And, and that's not how it works, man. It just, it just doesn't. And I I'll preach this till I I'm in the grave, hopefully a hundred years from now, like yep. consistency, consistency, consistency is key. And some people, I don't know where it, it, we've lost that in our society. You know, I, I don't know if it's social media or like participation trophies and all that other stuff. It's just it drives me insane. Yeah. The thing is, and, and I'm just going to be 100% like real with this. Not that most people will. Um, it's just like, you know, uh, at one point, like I, I wanted the world to, I remember being like 18 and 19, bro. Like just doing some things in my mind that I thought were like, great. I'm like, bro, like, you know, I lift a lot of weights. I should be successful, right? And I know a lot of people and I do a lot of things and I'm a great person and I, I care about people. But bro, I was so unorganized. I didn't know nothing about nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, say for instance, you see someone that is in a higher position of like success. Like, let's say for instance, like our owner and president, bro, they are there every day. It is 8.30 right now, probably be there soon, like every day, Monday through Sunday, every day, not like Monday through Thursday, every day, Monday through Sunday, every day, doing the same things over and over again. And I was like, I've learned so much within the last six months of being here than I have in my entire life, you know, because it's just mastering. What is it? Mastering the mundane. Where is it from? Someone. I don't I know that. I don't yeah, remember that, but yeah. I didn't say it. I'm pretty sure that's the title of a book but um it's just like you think you should be so much further than you like are and like that's what society thinks like oh I made this one cool viral reel and I should be famous or hey man I know how to do this I yeah, it, we lack perspective in terms of how much time it actually will take and I think we look at other people who are successful and then like we almost lie to ourselves as if it took them not a lot of time to do so you know like even yeah. a boxer right Floyd Mayweather used to be one of my favorite people and still is to like watch and like the guy's incredible but like you you see his success today but like when he was 13 14 or from eight I think he started his boxing really even younger but he's been doing this for his whole life and then when he was like 23 I think that's when things started to change for themselves because he 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 died. he left his contract and he knew what he could do on his own. But two years before that, he made like twenty thousand dollars for like a fight, which in boxing perspective, I mean, his last fight he made a hundred million. You know, mm -hmm. so like, but people don't put that together and they just think like it should happen right away. Right. It takes time. I want to, I want to piggyback off two things you said with basically specific that one, like think it should happen right away. Yep. And I like to say this, like, what have you done that hundreds of thousands of other people haven't done? You know, if you said made this real in my sense, like got it to this point in my medical career, there's many numerous people that have done that. So what are you doing to get further and be there? It's not just going to happen overnight. You know, you have to chip away and kind of like find that I'm reading this other book right now. It says, find that cutting edge where you can step over that's going to separate you from everyone else because everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's trying to be where you're at. You just have to put the persistence in 
persistence and be and, and be um, alter your perspective so that you can be successful. And then tap on to tap onto your to Andy and Sal being there all the time. That's being persistent and leading by example. You know, like I, I went back and started over the MFCO project, uh, his his podcast. And he's like, yeah, if I'm fucking sweeping toilet, sweeping the floor and scrubbing toilets, my team's going to be doing that because I'm a leader. If I'm here Sunday, Monday through Sunday, I'm busting an ass, busting my ass so that I can be successful, my company be successful, and then my team will start to follow and do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Dude, you go to our parking lot on like a Saturday or Sunday and you legitimately think it's like a normal work day and it's not. It's, it's, it's almost as full as if like a Monday or Tuesday. It's crazy. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, like, and we're not required to be there. It's just yeah. the leading by example thing. It, it's crazy. And I know? think that that's why it resonates so much with First Form, just the foundations it's built on and the core values that Andy and Sal bring and like the team and that you guys have there. You just all want to be good and be better yeah. and provide something for the world so that everyone else will be better. Yeah. Leadership is everything. Like, to be honest with you, man, mm-hmm. like, like very good leadership is everything. And like, what I like most is that like, you know, um, I, I mess with Sal all the time, like on a daily basis, but like the thing that they are both like, Andy will walk around and he has a pair of shorts on and a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. Like you walk past him in the grocery store, bro, you would never know like mm-hmm. the things that he possessed. And this is knowledge. Not even talking about financial stuff. It's his knowledge. He's just a great person, bro. You can ask him any question. He'll make you feel at home. Sal will do the same. He'll talk some shit about you. You know, (laughs) he's always joking with you. And like, you know, I can, like, he's just, they're just normal people. They work hard. And then the standard that they set, they they expect a lot out of us. You know, it's kind of like that, like that, like that parent feel. It's like, you know, I'm going to love you when I need to love you, AKA, like, you know, you belong. And then I'm a challenger. When I need to be hard on you for your well-being, I'm going to do that. And like, bro, like, it's like one of the most incredible things ever. Like, awesome. True. I love that. I want to get back to a, a quote that he said in this in this book um, from the persist, pers- persistence perspective. Sorry, you don't have to like break it down or analyze it. It's just something that resonated with me so much. It says, once you envision yourself quitting altogether, you might as well ring that bell. It's done. As soon mm-hmm. as that thought creeps into your head, man you're you're quitting you're going to start coming up short running through the line if you're doing drills you're going to stop putting in effort to study a little bit harder you're going to you know not call extra people to make those sales because you're already starting to quit in your head and like we said in the last one where your body where your mind goes your body goes Mm -hmm. so so when let me ask you this like from reading if you could just say maybe it's all three of the books you know in a short form when those thoughts do creep in your head, because they will, like you, you doubt yourself. It doesn't mean oh, yeah. that moment. It's just like maybe you, whatever accumulation of stress has happened that day, you think of things like, what are some of the things that you do to kind of like, like push the reset button for yourself? Definitely. So I want, I want to kind of clarify. I don't, I don't think I've ever, I can't say never, ever, you know, there's probably some point in time, but there's times where I'll doubt myself, but mm-hmm. never where I think I'm going to quit. You know, maybe when I was younger playing sports, like, you know, I didn't want to run through the line in football or something like that. But like where I'm at in my life, the last since I broke my neck, since the military, there's never been a time where I'm going to quit. You know, like I've always been told you start something, you fucking finish it. And once you finish it, then you can decide what you're going to do. So it's always been instilled in my head, but I'm a human and I have doubts 100 percent. And what I do is I look back and just see what I've accomplished in my life, you know, and 
as a 31 year old, I've been through a lot of shit, man, like three deployments. My mom and most of my family are addicted to drugs that I had to break that cycle. I broke my neck, you know, overcame paralysis. And I'm going through one of the hardest professions to get through. And I use that as like, I've fucking accomplished so much. Why can't I accomplish this little task task that's giving me a struggle right now? You know, and uh, that's kind of what I do. And that's how I do it. And I just kind of remind myself, I kind of remind myself, I am successful. You know, I may not have this big house and all this stuff, but I have a, ha a happy family. My daughters are healthy. I'm healthy. I am successful. And just keep chipping away. You know, remind yourself that. Fuck yeah, bro. I like that. And so your, your biggest, your biggest, your biggest takeaway point is to simply reflect on all the things that you have accomplished that were truly hard. Yeah. I think yeah. we overcomplicate a lot of things. It could be the smallest task. Bro. Yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, I'm, think about all the shit that you've been through and what you've accomplished and you're, this yeah. is in your freaking trigger right here. And I want to make the point, you don't have to have a broken neck. You don't have to have family members who are addicts and you don't have to go on deployments. Everyone has their struggles. Like you've said before, Chaz, everyone has their struggles that they feel the same. It could have been, yeah. they lost a dog. Yeah. You know, that's, that's horrible, but we all feel that the same way. We all feel pain the same, man. So it doesn't matter. So what you're saying, people can relate to uh, the situations are just completely different. So yeah. that makes yeah. a lot of sense. I like that. I like when that. One last little topic to, to, to wrap up persistence. He says, when you're, you're feeling that your doubts, this is his, his exact words, you know, and you need to stay persistent, remind yourself never to be in a hurry, never to be worried. Basically, if you're doing the work, you're going to get where you're going to go. Never be desperate and never, never stop short. You know, keep those in mind. Just kind of run that through your head. You know, never be in a hurry. You're going to get there. It's going to take, it may take six years. You know, never be worried. You're putting in the work. You're going to, if you're doing that work every day, you're going to get there. Never be desperate enough to like, do something drastic or quit and then never stop short. Always give it a hundred percent. We're like my interpretations of those. Yeah. I like that. The worry part gets like, it hits me mm -hmm. you know, a lot because like, uh, most people get worried that they're not doing something. I think, uh, we're in a meeting and they said this yesterday. Most people get worried about like not succeeding because they didn't put in the work. Right. They like, uh, you, you miss something like you forget some little things or you weren't efficient that's what it was you weren't efficient with your entire day so then when the day comes to an end you now realize what well, you all didn't get done so now you're trying to rush it and get it all done and then you didn't get it done so now you're worried because mm -hmm. you do the work even though you could have and i think um um that's one piece of of that is just like um that sticks out most to me is just like auditing your day, seeing how inefficient you actually are with the majority of the things that you do. And if a lot of people are worried right now, it's solely because of that. They're not very efficient throughout the entire day. Therefore, they get worried. So if that's something that you are battling, I encourage you guys to go through your day, see how much time you're actually wasting, aka write it down every 30 minutes what you're doing, and you see how effective you actually are. I love that you said that again, we kind of talked about this before we jumped on and started recording. There's a difference being be, difference between being busy and being productive. People like to use the word busy. And I, when we said you're like, I've been busy. And I'm like, I know you're busy, but I know you're also producing and you're working hard. So there's a difference people like to say that they're busy. And then they realize that they're, they don't realize that they're being inefficient. Yeah, you're just sitting on emails. And you may be um, writing up emails or whatever it is, and you're not actually producing anything. You yeah. know, I'm going to bring this topic up or bring this little point up. 
you know, I'm kind of like managing this research team and, um, and he's going to listen to this episode. He's going to know I'm talking about him, but he, uh, he brought up something about having a meeting, having a meeting. And I was like, everything's set. Don't worry about having a meeting. You know, let's get this project started on this point and let's be productive, not busy. You know, there's no reason to sit in a 10, 15 minute meeting when you all you have to do is just start doing whatever the project was, you know? There's, um, there's three types of um, procrastination. And then the one that most people struggle with, I actually struggle with the most as well, uh, is um, priority delusion, meaning um, everything's a priority, therefore you get nothing done. So because of it, you feel like you're busy. Meaning if I start working on like a paper, we'll say for you, if you start working on a paper and then all of a sudden your uh, wife is like, hey, I need you to... Uh, help get the kids ready, right? And then you stop writing your paper, then you go and do that. Then you get a text message from a research, someone in your research, and they're like, hey, bro, do you mind running over to, uh, you know, YouTube and uh, checking this right here out and, and give me a little feedback? So now you're doing this. Your day is consumed. You're busy, bro. You're moving mm -hmm. on. And at the end of the day, only thing you needed to do was write that paper. You didn't write that paper down, but you did yeah. a lot of shit. And there's a lot of people that'll be like, yeah, I did all this stuff today. And I, I sat down and wrote the title on my paper. So I did, I did do work, but yeah, there's yeah. nothing being productive there, you yeah, know, yeah. and people need to realize that for sure. I like that. And that's, again, altering your perspective and saying like, were you busy or was it, was I just running around with my head yeah. cut off? <laughs> very true. Very much so true, man. So that's good, bro. No, I love that. These books are great, man. And I, I used to never be a reader, bro. And I, I hated it. And, um, and one thing that um, I, I learned most is that Will, it's, this is from Will Smith, and he, he said that uh, there's two things in life that, you know, I would recommend, and that is um, to do is uh, running and um, reading. Uh, reading is, he's like, there's tens of billions and millions of people who have gone before us that have made all the bad mistakes and things like that. There's something that, like, we have not struggled with that someone else has not. So like go and invest into your education, mm -hmm. you know, and reading. And then the, the running part is like, you, you know this, but like when you get tired, you get that like little voice in your head, like talking like, man, I want to quit. I want to quit. I want to quit. And then you learn to defeat that. That applies to every area of your, of your life, whether mm -hmm. that is like you get tired with school, you get tired with work, or you get tired with like, Hey man, I'm just exhausted. And I, I ain't got enough energy for my family today. Like, if you can bonk that little guy off and like, bro, like those are the two most valuable things that I've personally taken away from like anyone. And I'm like, damn, that's, that's tough. I, I love that. Just to piggyback off that before we go into our final topic, but like that voice in your head, just to push through a little further on the run, I think it might've been Andy who posted this on a story a couple months ago or someone else, but it says the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Oh yeah. You quit yep. on that run. You're going to quit being a father at a certain point studying business exercise all that stuff bro that is andy for uh to a t because uh we have this thing called you know picking up trash he's like how you do one thing is how you do another meaning like if you walked past a piece of paper you saw it you comprehended it and you just stepped over it and that tells a lot about who you are as a person meaning not saying you're a bad person what that means is like okay if you had your partner uh, made a mistake. You saw it, but 
are you are you the one that's actually going to like fix it or are you going to say something about it or you're just going to step over it? or you notice something was wrong and you just try to hide it and you just try to keep moving you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how you do one thing is how you do the next so pick up that little piece of paper and like you do that in every 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 area of your life and like see how that's actually going to make a difference for you it's crazy i love that i love that so the final topic it'll be a lot quicker but um he has a chapter called prepare to start again you know, once you overcome one obstacle or multiple obstacles, there's always going to be another one in life. And um, as you break through one, you're learning something about yourself, learning about mental toughness, and maybe you gain something educational. Maybe you learn something about someone else that you want to be around more, you don't want to be around. So I think that was a big, a great topic, because in life, things are going to knock you down. And I think I don't remember who said this, but if you can fall down on your back, and you can look up, then you can get up. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's that's always going to be like our forever like struggle, you know, because everything will just continue to keep popping out. But I think one thing that you gain in the process is this like self-confidence um, is in, in, in understanding that like you will pull through by doing those small things, you know, uh, like the top four you just, uh, you, you know, you just mentioned. And by you just doing those over and over again and like pushing that reset button and here's another obstacle, it goes back with like, like I said, mastering the mundane. Um, when you do those things over and over again and you have obstacle after obstacle and you just continue to keep on going, keep on pushing forward, like you, it, literally life will present anything to you and like you're good. Like bro, like my ultimate goal is to be as confident as like Sal one day. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you can throw whatever and that fool will problem solve. He will get it. He'll do it. And not even the fact that, like, he knows, he just has the resources, aka the confidence within himself to go out and find whatever is necessary to make sure that it's taken mm-hmm. care of. And I think that is something that, like, we all should do. Like, if you're struggling with, like, overcoming obstacles right now, just, like, stay persistent with them and keep going. And like, no matter what life throws your way, like you're going to build so much trust with just yourself that like it will become easier. The obstacles won't become easier, but the way that you deal with them will become easier. You know what I mean? Perfect. So, yeah. I love that you said that. It's not, nothing's getting easier. You're just getting better. It's the same thing with lifting weights. Yeah. You know, you're pushing yeah. your body to a limit and then say you can do 200 pounds one week and then the next couple of weeks you do 225 you're just pushing the limit it's the same thing with these obstacles in your life you're pushing the limit and then that kind of ties back to where i say I, how i challenge my doubts is like you've overcome all these obstacles already you've, you've overcome all these it doesn't have to be crazy or ma- major obstacles but you overcome all these obstacles yep. so lean into that that thought process of how you've overcame these and you'll just push yourself a little for a little bit further each time oh yeah for sure man so but this is good, man. I love this, bro. This is a good. I'm gonna I'm gonna re-listen to this <laughs> myself. Um, yeah. It's just incredible, bro. What people put in books and like, I, if I could, you know, they say never to say this, but if I could change one thing, bro, it would be like starting to read books earlier on. But the problem that I always ran into is that like you you run into some like bad books and you don't know good ones. And now I got a lot of great people around me who just know great books. So it's easy to find those books. So um, definitely, if you don't know where to start, like these three that you're talking about right now, fuck, man. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. I was the same way. You know, I'd read and then I'd read like some fantasy stuff and like all that. 
you know, like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, all that other shit. And like Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I do like Star Wars books. Um, you know, but you like you said about Will Smith, it's like someone's already gone through it. And you instead of youth going through it, these books are written so you can learn from their experiences and their mistakes. And I, I love that. And, you know, for the past three years, I've read 10 pages a day every day. Uh, maybe there were a couple of days where I missed it, but I yeah. would say I've read 10 pages every day for the last three yeah. years. And, and I love it. And um, yeah, just to wrap this up, this first book in the series of this podcast and the trilogy of Ryan Holiday is The Obstacles of the Way. Big things, alter your perspective, practice patience, and prepare to start again. Um, we will be covering Ego is the Enemy on the next episode. And then after that, it'll be Stillness is the Key. Do you have any final thoughts, Chaz? Um, nothing. Nothing that we have said already, man. It's just like we're, we're all human. We all struggle with the same things. Um, if you are at all struggling with anything that we talked about at all today, I'm always available to reach out to. Definitely. Available to reach out to. Um, and this book is a great place to start. So if you don't like reading, get Audible, listen to yeah. your book and just start, man. <laughs> There's another quick tangential tangent I want to jump off on is, is mentorship, man. Like I love mentoring people and again like i'm not andy for or south seller who are a million billionaires i don't even know what their net worth is but i don't have that success but i've been through a lot of stuff that i like to share with people to help them and that's why i started this podcast in the first place was to show discipline and to show consistency so that i can share and mentor people that i may not have interactions with and you know again like chad said if you want to reach out to him through instagram reach out through me through instagram totally fine i love connecting with people and i love talking to people so for sure man this is great dude. you can help a lot of people man Appreciate that. We'll see you all soon.